Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host, per usual. My name is Marcelo Nostroza, and welcome to episode number 57, entitled Star Trek Influence. Alright guys, so in this episode of the podcast, I wanted to talk to you about the influence that Star Trek has had on me as an individual over the years of me watching countless iterations of it. Now, growing up as a kid, I was raised as a Catholic, um, as a Catholic citizen, if you were, but I'd never really, um, bought into the Catholic, uh, creedy, so to say. I always questioned um, the teachings of the Catholic Church and so, some, and the lessons that it preached, so to speak. If you want to hear more about that, um, you can listen to my episode uh, in th- in this very season, an episode entitled "Belief." So, in that episode, I go more into my quote-unquote issues with the uh, with the philosophy of religion as a whole. But the thing about uh, Star Trek that made me... Um, St- Star Trek helped me find a belief system that made sense to me in a way that I could understand it. Uh, now, most characters in Star Trek have never really outwardly said that their religion or they believe in religion. As a matter of fact, it was Gene Roddenberry's Creedy as to say, um, in my version of the future, there's no such thing as religion. Nobody mentions religion. Uh, religion is not re- is not going to be referenced in my show. Religion has completely gone by the wayside in the society of the future. But the interesting thing about that is, although Gene Roddenberry mentioned that, that that was one of his mission statements when he initially started uh, the original Star Trek series in the 60s, there are countless episodes of both the original series, uh, Next Generation, and specifically Deep Space Nine, that use religion as a parable to tell their stories. No more than the whole basis of Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. The whole basis of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, to me, basically, is the story of Moses. I mean, the story of the the Moses character in Deep Space Nine is, uh, um, is uh, uh, Commander Sisko. And basically, uh, the... The Bajoran people are um, Commander Sisko's uh, flock, so to say. So he's basically like the Moses to the Bajorans. So I just love the way that initially Gene didn't want to use his uh, a show that he created to talk about religion, but how he ended up exploring uh, uh, different topics of religion, faith, uh, philosophy, and and stuff like that through the prism of science fiction. Also, 
there's a lot there's a lot of things that are off about religion a lot of uncomfortable subjects and uncomfortable theories and uncomfortable situations but the thing that a a prism like star trek does is it gives you a way to talk about certain subjects in a way that is more palatable in a way that is more palatable to your audience that is listening and i think that because of that construct some of the some of the best episodes of the original series some of the best episodes of TNG and uh, specifically some of the best episodes of Star Trek Deep Space 9 were based on that construct of religion the idea uh that most of people that the idea that most of the people in the uh 24th century have is that they believe in science over religion so basically they, they believe in the uh, they, they believe in the evolution theory that that somehow, some way, a bunch of molecules formed together out there in the space of the universe, and and all of a sudden, a bunch of molecules formed, and then boosh, big bang, and the universe was created. Um, so so they believe in the scientific method of our world being formed, and I really appreciate that uh look on humanity as a whole now i now like i said in my other episode i don't begrudge anyone who has faith or or or, or believes in a god or is muslim or or believes in uh any kind of faith the problem that i have is that i don't like people who are overly preachy and the thing about the the, the thing that I love about the Star Trek universe is that most of the characters, you know, at least some of the main ones, and, and uh, definitely not the villains, most of the good guys in the Star Trek universe really are accepting of all cultures, all types, and all races until that specific race harms them. I really like that construct that... Um, Star Trek has of acceptance. I mean, there there are cultures in the world that if you tell them I'm a Catholic or I'm Muslim, they hate you specifically right off the bat just because you believe in this or you're a Catholic or you're, or, or you're a Muslim. In the Star Trek universe, people don't outwardly hate you because of who you are. They accept you because of your differences and they embrace you because you're different than they are and you're different than the next guy in line and I love that philosophy of um of Gene Roddenberry's that he instilled in the original series that went on to uh uh th- that went on to the subsequent series and really got ingrained in Star Trek as a whole in the overall conceit of Deep Space Nine. And I love the way that Deep Space Nine plays with the different religious themes uh, within its storylines and its characters. Specifically, one area that I really enjoy is the area of 
the trills species in Deep Space Nine. I mean, they literally, they literally link themselves up with another human being who has countless years of experience and countless years of wisdom. I mean, it takes a really strong willed person to do something like that. And that is such an interesting way to, 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 to explore uh, 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 other deep seated uh, issues of uh, identity, personality, religious beliefs, what have you. And I think that was just a really great conceit by uh, Michael Piller and um, uh, Rick Berman, who uh, were the um, driving forces behind Deep Space Nine in the early days. And I really appreciated that um, um, in the long run. As a, as a fan, I really did like that. Also, the other thing that I find really striking and, and really attracting to me about Deep Space Nine is the fact that the Bajorans, um, like I said, a lot of people in the Star Trek universe don't believe in, uh, in this, you know, general picture of what a god would be. But the, the Bajoran people have, uh, have a god figure in, in, in the, in the form of Kaiopaka. And the way that they use religion to justify some of the awful stuff, some of the awful things that Major Kira and her and her uh, cohorts, most notably the Koma, did during the occup during did during the occupation of Bajor, was just something so, you know, touching and so uh, uh, really heavy and heartwarming, especially in the later seasons, when Kira finally fessed up to the fact that she was indeed uh, a terrorist, and she indeed did do bad things. Uh, during the uh, Cardassian occupation of Bajor. And as she slowly began to understood that she viewed herself as a good guy, what she did clearly put her in the, clearly put her in the um, category of being a terrorist, of what a terrorist would be classified as. And I really enjoyed that overall philosophy and impact that the quote-unquote religious undercurrent of uh, Deep Space Nine, uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, initially had. And I love the way that the writers chose to use religion, specifically when it came to the Bajoran people. And to see the impact that it had on them and to see all the things that they would do in the name of religion really worked as a really good parable to our real world in that the Muslim terrorists all do awful things in the name of religion. I'm very thankful to Star Trek as a whole for giving me and I for giving me an example of acceptance, uh, kindness, and how to be forthright and how to be kind to people of different races. I'm not saying that when I was growing up, I didn't have 
examples of strong characters. I did. I mean, for God's sakes, I grew up watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And if Buffy the Vampire Slayer isn't the quote-unquote picture of a strong female character who's upright and who's moral and who is brave, I don't know what is. But Star Trek really, you know, sort of drove home those initial examples of what it means to be a good person and what it means to be an accepting person that Buffy really introduced in my brain. I'm really thankful to Star Trek for giving me a philosophy of defining the universe that I could accept and that makes sense and that makes overall sense to me. So with all that being said, I think that'll do it for this edition of the Red Wall Podcast. Uh, Episode 57, entitled Star Trek Influence. If you guys like the show that you heard today, if you could do me a big favor and on whatever podcast provider of choice you happen to be listening to on the show today, if you could leave me a star rating or a comment, I would appreciate that greatly. That helps out the show tremendously. As always, I've been your master of ceremonies. My name is Marcelo Nestroza. As I say often, until next time, I'll see you when I see you.